Welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast hosted by myself, Ben Wyatt. We are on episode number eight and what a show we have lined up today. I got the chance to go and chat to Michael Karp, who is the owner of Kezzy's Kitchens and just an all-round top bloke. In today's episode, we talk about how Kezzy's Kitchen started off from just baking a couple of cookies for the local cafe to now being served up on most major airlines, is available in every supermarket and is also available in numerous different countries. So what an achievement these guys have done since basically starting in 1991. And I just loved every minute talking and learning about the Kersey's Kitchen's journey from Michael. And I hope you enjoy this episode too. So here is episode number eight with Michael Karp. Enjoy. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt. Your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. I've got Michael in the room. I've just had a factory tour. So thank you very much for showing me the ins and outs of the factory. Um, I honestly believed it was a lot smaller than what you've just shown me. So that just shows how much you're growing. And it's yeah, blown away. If you guys have not tasted the melting moments from Kez, then it is something uh, to go for. But we were just discussing your flourless brownie that's now in the market in Woolworths. So yes. congratulations. Thank you. But I think let's go back to the very start. We're going, well, who is Kez and uh, who, are, who are you, to be honest? Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. Kez is my sister, Karen, uh, okay. a.k.a. Kez. Uh, who technically started uh, our business in her home kitchen, wow. uh, give or take 25 years ago. Uh, she would literally bake chocolate chip cookies in the morning and then try to sell them down the street in the afternoon, oh, wow. Bas- basket over to the shoulder and try to sell them in the afternoon. And she would go from cafe to cafe uh, trying to sell biscuits and as a cafe would ask her for something different, she'd go home and she'd create uh, that different mm. product and it was all demand driven. Wow. And that was that Melbourne based originally? Or? That was Melbourne yeah. based uh, in Glen Iris. Uh, one of her first potential customers asked her to make almond bread. And rather than saying, no, I don't know what that is, she said, not a problem. Give me a week and I'll be back with samples. Uh, went home, rang my mother, uh, said, help. Yeah. Uh, how do you make almond bread? And uh, as a result of that, they became partners. Uh, my mother became involved. They moved to my mother's kitchen at home uh, where she had a double oven. So they doubled, oh, yeah. doubled their Get capacity overnight. Now, yeah. um, and away they went. And, and they would literally, as I said, week to week produce uh, the products that the customer wanted. And it was a really, really simple business plan. Yeah. Uh, if they had more money at the end of the week than they had at the start of the week, it had been a good week. Wow. Um, and they would bake, you know, at times they would bake... 18, 20 hours a day uh, trying to keep up. And they moved to their first uh, commercial kitchen in about 1991, uh, a small little retail shop in Malvern, uh, also in in Victoria. And they had a little retail um, front in the shop and at the back uh, one stainless steel table that they would stand wow. around with their first employees and, and hand make all of the biscuits. Um, and incredibly, it was actually out of that tiny little shop that they started to supply uh, 
both Woolworths and Coles. Okay, yeah. And uh, even had export customers. Uh, even from that early from days? The, from that early, okay, yeah. early little shop. And that was even before social media and... Way before um, social media. Social influences. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wow. Um, uh, my grandmother would do the deliveries for them. And uh, it was a real little family business. Um, around Christmas time, they would hire a second bakery so that they could uh, increase their capacity. Uh, they worked those bakeries 24 hours a day uh, until around 1994 when they moved again into what was an old Cadbury uh, licorice factory. Oh, wow. It was about 11,000 square feet. It was an enormous undertaking. Um, the early days, they really only used a pretty small part of it. Um, by this stage, they were also making uh, gift hampers okay. as another way of selling uh, more of their product and getting their brand out there. Uh, my brother-in-law at that stage was working in the business. My okay. younger sister was working in the business. <laughs> uh, and it was about that time that yeah. I, I also joined the business. Fantastic. So whether you liked it or not, you would you'd join in the business. And, absolutely. Yeah, you were baking. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And, and for me, it was an interesting decision. I was... Uh, happily practicing lawyer okay. at, at the time, yep. and uh, I literally went overnight from the forty-fourth floor of a beautiful city building uh, with views of the ocean yeah. um, to the factory floor wow. uh, in Abbotsford, and I spent the first two years of my time uh, on the factory floor, learning everything. Yeah. Literally learning how to mix, how to bake. Um, it wasn't something that was natural to yeah, me. Okay, yeah. And uh, slowly I started to implement some systems and some structures uh, into the processes. And after about two years, I uh, started spending a bit more time in the front office. Yeah, okay. So there was a lot of trial and error, then I take it at the, the A lot days. of trial yeah. and error, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, I well, guess that's the way you learn. Yeah. Would you say, is there one thing that sticks in your head that you kind of go, oh, my God, like, I can't believe we did that? Or... Yeah, I remember in the um, in those old days, it was, uh, I think it was 1995. It was coming up to Christmas time. Almond bread was a big seller okay. for us. And we used to hand slice all of the loaves um, once they'd been baked. <laughs> and... We couldn't keep up, and so I remember several nights working through the night where I would maybe go home at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, have dinner, uh, have a rest for an hour or two, and then go back. And from about 10 o'clock at night through to 6 in the morning when the the day shift started, I would literally slice on my own for eight hours so that I could build up enough for them to come in and, and pack the next morning. And I think it was on about day four or day five of trying to do that that I got a bit tired, as mm. you might expect, and, and sliced way. straight through my thumb. Um, that's probably one of the strongest memories yeah. I have of just how tough um, these sorts of businesses, any business, can be in the early days. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny that you guys were doing almond bread in 95, and now... <laughs> 20, 20 years on, yeah, uh, it's probably yeah. The trend is now finally. Uh, yeah, in uh, fact, I had lunch. Industry. I had lunch with uh, one of our old Woolworths category managers uh, about a month ago. Mm. Um, caught up with him. He's no longer with Woolworths, and we, we had a great lunch. And he said to me, um, "Why don't you guys make almond bread anymore? It's huge." And I turned to him and I said, I "Because you <laughs> because you deleted it about two years ago." 
Um, and we both had a, a good laugh. Um, we did almond bread for, for many years. Yeah. It was a fantastic part of our business. It was a part of the business that we were definitely known for. And it was one of the toughest decisions that we made uh, to stop producing. And I guess it came down to uh, a dollars and cents decision. Yeah. It came down to where we were going to invest where we thought we could really play strongly. Mm. And, of course, no business can, can do everything. Yeah. You know, we like to think we can be everything to everybody, but we can't. And the choice we made to get out of almond bread meant that we had more space, um, more money, more time, and just resources generally to devote to other areas of the business which have proven incredibly successful. Yeah, okay. um, no different. It was the same sort of decision we made when we stopped producing gift hampers five or six years ago. Mm. Again, it was a huge part of the business, but it took up a lot of resources, a lot of space, a lot of energy, and a lot of cash. Mm. And all of that's been able to be ploughed into other areas of the business. So it really just comes back to not trying to be everything to everybody, but yeah. doing what we do like what's next in the pipeline like you just released the um chewy flourless brownies that i've got in front of me that's in woolworths at the moment which you said are, are selling pretty yeah, well yeah absolutely so the chewy flourless brownies under our kez's free brand yep. um, are incredibly indulgent but at the same time are gluten-free dairy-free egg and grain-free vegan free from refined sugar um, so they really tick a lot of boxes, yeah. but also, as I said, really indulgent. Yeah. Um, Woolworths uh, got on board. Uh, they were very excited about the product. They launched in the health category uh, about two weeks ago. Um, so far, and it's obviously early days, they've been one of, if not the most successful launch we've had, wow. certainly yeah. in the last five or ten years. Um, it's an idea that we had uh, about two years ago. Yep. It's taken us two years to develop the product to the point where, as I said, it ticks all of those boxes but also delivers on the promise of yeah. indulgence. Um, and I think the market's ready for it. Yeah. Um, we hope to have it in Coles in the next three or four months. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and certainly in independent supermarkets as well. Yeah. So uh, it uses a lot of date. Uh, it uses a lot of coconut, uh, a lot of cashews, <laughs> Um, so these are all, you know, beautiful, fresh, clean yeah, ingredients. Um, and it's a product that really resonates with me because um, it's healthier. Yeah, and, yeah. and we love it when we can deliver a healthier option that also ticks that in yeah. indulgent snacking box for people. Yeah. And uh, you guys still use a lot of butter. Uh, Absolutely. Butter, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's probably our number one spend yeah. uh, as a raw material is butter. We use an enormous amount of uh, Australian butter. Yeah. Um, butter is always our preference um, over margarine, yeah. um, except when we're trying to make a dairy claim, a dairy-free yeah, okay. claim. Yeah, but... I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan of your products, uh, products as you know, and yeah, just having that butter in makes it's all the it's it's and... you get what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, butter certainly is far more expensive yeah. um, than the alternatives, but there is nothing like a beautiful butter yeah. taste 
in a baked product. Interesting. And are you finding the more projects that you develop and you're sort of co-manufacturer for people, is there any claims or trends that you're noticing that you're seeing is kind of a common theme that people are asking for? So you just mentioned kind of like uh, the gluten-free, nice clean label ingredients. Are you seeing a trend of where snacking is going or...? um, Yeah, I think um, Kez's Kitchen operates in several distinct areas so under our own brand uh, we have our baked range which is really our heritage Mm. it's where we came from Uh, beautiful products that you would bake at home if you had the time or that your grandma used to bake and we love it when people you know talk competitively about whether our products or their grandma's products are better that's a real compliment (laughs) Um, even to be considered as a a competitor is a real is a real compliment we have our kez's free brand which is a dedicated gluten-free brand always gluten-free sometimes free from other um, uh, allergies as well um, and that's a brand that we've had um, for about 12 to 15 years. Okay, yeah. um, we have our Kezzer's Free and Naked brand, which is also all gluten-free, but uh, really clean, okay. really natural, four-star health ratings right, and above okay. um, type product. So I guess we're trying to cater to every member of your family. Yeah. If you think of the average Australian family, um, you know, you have someone who's looking for gluten-free, you have someone who's looking for a uh, really clean label, you have someone that just wants a beautiful uh, butter yeah. biscuit. We want to be able to cater to each of them no matter what their dietary requirements. On the contract side of the business, we do work with um, some fantastic Australian brands yep. um, where we help them develop um, unique product uh, which they sell under their brand, and we merge all of those four together yeah. to make sure that we're we're developing fantastic product. There's always um, trends mm-hmm. in the market. We like to think that we are pretty early in in picking up trends and working with our customers and our consumers to deliver yeah. fantastic products um, that meet those those trends and those requirements. I guess the challenge is to make sure that we are early but not too yeah. early. And like most businesses, sometimes we've we've got it right, sometimes we haven't and we've gotten it wrong. Um, sometimes I look back at products that we launched into market several years ago um, and wish we were launching them now. Yeah. Um, it's a horrible but good feeling, isn't it? It's a horrible yeah. good feeling, exactly, <laughs> to know that your idea was a really good yeah. idea just a bit early. Yeah, I've I think, had a few of them in my time. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think with our, our chewy, flourless brownies, mm. I, I'm really a believer that we've absolutely yeah. nailed the timing on that. Um, we've nailed uh, the product because it's, it's, it's really important to not just tick the boxes and launch a product that you think is on trend mm. and that the consumer is looking for that that hasn't been tested enough, hasn't been refined enough to really deliver on the taste because, you know, all consumers are the same. Whether we want gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, free from refined sugars, whatever we're looking for, at the end of the day, we still want taste. And the products and the brands that are really successful and the ones that I really admire are the ones where not only do they tick those boxes, but it's a product I want to eat. Yeah. 
Um, the best way to sum it up, I suppose, is this is a fantastic product that I love to eat that happens to also tick these yeah. boxes for me. Yeah. Because ticking those boxes alone just isn't enough. Yeah, feel good but tasty. Yeah. And even better when someone says, that product's amazing and, wow, mm. it's also gluten-free. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, because that's... That was exactly my um, feedback when, because I used to go through probably a pack of your melting moments every week. Yeah. And I used to give them people going, taste it. Yeah. And they taste it going, this is fantastic. Yeah. And I went, it's also gluten-free. Yeah. Because what gluten-free tasted 10 years ago yeah. is completely different to what products taste now in gluten-free. Yeah. And yeah, like I, I, I seriously think you have got the best Melting moment on the on the market. Thank you, and uh, it's it's gluten free, and it's gluten free, <laughs> so, and yeah. and dairy free. Yeah. Um, look, I agree, and I've been gluten free myself uh, for the better part of about ten years, mm. and certainly product available today yeah. is just so far and above, you know, better than it was ten yeah. years ago. There are products that I happily eat today, like gluten-free bread, yeah. that, to How be honest, changed. for the first yeah. three or four years, I just avoided yeah. bread full oh, stop like because it was just so bad. Yeah. Um, it's still improving. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's fun now getting to try mm. these new products mm. that you know aren't compromising yeah. in the taste. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you've... You started off in a cafe, you've moved into retail, you've then looked at exporting and you're, you're building different channels into different um, countries. Where's the future for Kaz? Where's Where do you see yourself going in the next five years? Um, I think there's still fantastic opportunities. We've had really strong, significant growth over the last four or five years. Um, but we still see huge opportunities, both within the distribution channels that we already have um, and new distribution okay. opportunities. Um, for us, it's about getting closer not only to our customer but also to our consumer, okay. really understanding what the consumer is looking for and then being able to deliver it. I think everybody talks about innovation mm. and everybody says that they're fantastic innovators. Yeah. And in truth, we think we're pretty good, but we also know that we can improve. And sometimes innovation is really, really tricky, but sometimes it's as simple as talking to your customer. Yeah. You know, when I meet a customer and, and talk about what they're looking for, then I can take that back, I can deliver the product, and it's like magic okay, yeah. you know, when the customer actually buys it. <laughs> yeah. um, whereas sometimes I think we can get very lost in developing new products and and then struggling to find the customer yeah, okay, yeah. for it. It's yeah, when yeah. you can put the two together. Interesting, yeah. So I think in Australia there's still tremendous opportunities yeah. for us. Um, export is an opportunity, um, but in truth it's, it's hard yeah, okay. and it's always harder because it's hard enough getting – um, a connection with our consumer here in Australia, yep. um, it's a whole different consumer when mm. we go into an export market. And, of course, yeah. every export market's different again. So we try not to get seduced by the numbers yep. um, because the numbers in some countries are, are astronomical, yeah. but it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get the product right. Yeah. And it takes a lot of work 
to get that product right. Um, So in truth, I think in the next three to five years, our biggest opportunities are still in Australia. Um, I think we've got some fantastic products that we still need to tell more people about. And so I think we'll spend a lot of time and a lot of effort on uh, further developing our brand and further developing the connection um, with our, our consumers. But then there's also this really exciting opportunity to keep developing new yeah. product. And, yeah. and that's what we love. That's we great. love doing that. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know if you still have that feeling, but when you see your product in someone's basket or trolley, yeah. does that still, oh, I, still I, resonate? I, yeah, absolutely. I still yeah. love it. And, you know, the Chewy Flowerless Brownie, yeah. uh, as we said, launched in Woolworths in the last couple of weeks. And our team have probably personally um, been into at least 50 or 60 stores in the first yeah. week or so. Um, I myself was probably in 10 or 12 stores the first weekend, <laughs> yeah. um, just trying to see how many packets they'd sold. It's so yeah. it's, it, it is a buzz. Mm. It's a fantastic buzz. Um, it's one that I hope I never get sick of. Yeah. Um, for me, it's nearly 25 years uh, in the business. Uh, <laughs> that never changes. Yeah. It's, it's a great feeling. Yeah, and and when I see someone actually take it and put it in their basket, um, I was in a hotel uh, in Adelaide uh, last week and uh, I saw one of our products in the minibar. Okay. And that morning I came downstairs for breakfast and I shared the lift with a young girl who was eating our product out of the oh, minibar. And I couldn't help myself. I actually turned to her and I said, oh, how's the product? And she said, oh, it's incredible. It's amazing. And I said, oh, I actually make them. And we ended up having a five or ten minute conversation. But that's that's everything it's to me. Fit, yeah. yeah, that's that's. I think that's why we're in business. Yeah. And, and that um, really enthuses me and, and makes me excited again yeah. about the business. So, oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I used to get told off when uh, when I launched a product. I used to go to the supermarkets at the weekend, yeah. and wherever we would go in that weekend, I'd try and bypass a couple of uh, supermarkets yeah. and actually start facing up. Yeah. And my partner was going, well, why, why, you keep, why do we need to go to the supermarket every yeah. 200, 200 yards? That's what we do. Like, oh, I just need to pick a few things up. And I was literally facing up. And That's what we do. And it's, it's sad, but oh, yeah. it's, uh, the other, it's a good feeling. The other great opportunity for us, we, we do a fair bit of work with major airlines okay. in Australia. And there's also no better feeling than when you're sitting on a, on a flight on yeah. either Qantas or Virgin, Jetstar, Rex, Qantas Link, it doesn't matter who we're flying with. Um, and I see them hand out our product. Yeah. And the people sitting to my left, the people sitting to my right, they don't know that it's my product. Yeah. And I'm just gauging their reactions, etc. It's um that's an unbelievable that's feeling great. as well. And really that, love that. And that probably leads me on to my last question. You know, what what is so over the twenty five years that you've been in this, you could have been a lawyer, but you've you've now done this. <laughs> What's your proudest moment? What what moment over from day one to now would you kind of say sticks in your mind? Um, I don't know that you'd call it a moment per se, mm. um, but one of the things I'm absolutely proudest of is our team. Okay, um, I look around and we have people that have been with us for all of those 25 years that are still with us. We have lots of people that have been with us 15 to 20 years. In fact, our average uh, tenure of all of our staff is actually over 15 years, which 
I think is is really important. Um, we really see ourselves as a family business, not only because we have family members working in the business, but because these people are, are our family. Yeah. You know, they've seen me go from having no children to having three girls, you know, yeah. the oldest of which is 20 years of age. Oh, wow. um, and same for me with them. And as we've grown and, and as we've been able to bring in, you know, some really fantastic people, it's also allowed me to shift in the business to a point where I can really be involved in the areas that I want to be involved in. And for me, it's all about innovation. It's yeah. all about developing new product. It's all about talking to our customers and our consumers. And I don't have to worry about um, running the business day to day because we've actually got this fantastic team yep. who are more than capable of running the business day to day without That's me. Great. And, and that really makes me proud. Yeah. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Um, and if I go back to those early challenges in those first, you know, five years, even 10 and 15 years where you wondered where the light at the end of the tunnel okay, would yeah. be. And, you know, life was really, really difficult and it was perseverance and passion and energy that got us through those phases and yet today I look around and it's this incredible team that's taking us on this journey and that's delivering the growth and improving our brand and and that's 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 real pride that's that's fantastic and that's nice because they've probably seen the ups and downs and everyone's in the same boat and absolutely and they're here because they want to be here and and we love that fantastic they are well I think end on that note and what a fantastic uh, conversation we've had and basically if you guys are listening and uh, you want to try Kez's Kitchens then you don't need to look far Uh, you can either jump on a plane or you can go to your local Coles Woolworths convenience stores absolutely you're in every outlet or cafe or you can check out kezzers.com.au perfect and absolutely fantastic i've learned a lot and uh i believe a lot of people will as well so thank you very much for your time thanks ben yeah thank you